0: Graffiti, as the name itself, is not an odd. Put your mark on society in uh, in uh, doing something in society. I've screwed it up a little bit, but nevertheless, you got the message. Yes,
1: you got the message. Put your mark on society. What you write? All right, D-Zor. All right, Nuke, N-U-E-C-K. Represent DWU under Las Vegas chapter. So, what's up? Uh, oh, yeah, from Canada, oh, yeah. and um, proud to myself and my brother. Honored to be down with you guys, and it's been, it's been an honor, man. And I'm blessed to it, man. And I want to say thanks again, for and the rest of your squad for giving us the opportunity to put it on. Yeah, I got in the graphs and maybe, about well, 08, early 06. Like it was within that time period, you know, like. It's hard to remember, but I remember getting in both like, probably, I started actually writing in 08, but I kind of got introduced, to like, probably oh seven ish like, from seeing just tags and stuff like that. My buddy having, like, spray paint and shit, kind of seen that, and, you know, thinking, okay, maybe that's something. So he didn't write at the time, but he did kind of show me, like, hey, man, I'm just going out tagging and shit. So I kind of got idea, hey, man, I want to try to start doing this and all that. And flip man, I've been doing it ever since, you know. That's how it is. And what do you think attracted you to, to the art form? Oh man, I think what came down to it, man, was I was mesmerized by the people doing the art with the spray can. I was like, how the hell did they pull that off, man? Like how can they how can they do that, man? And just the, the styles and all that. I never understood what the real styles were, but I'd seen it and I was like. I want to do that (laughs) you know like kind of like i want to get involved with this shit so kind of was definitely inspired man i I definitely wanted to learn how to write and you know it's it's crazy how it all started and how it's where it's at now with us you know yeah like for us it was just like kind of grew up in a broken home so it was like either you know join a gang or you know do graph man and we were already artists already so we kind of just got involved in that way right it was like kind of trying to bring a positive outlook on our life despite of the way home was right you don't realize like man i'm still i'm this age but i don't feel like i've been writing that long but you step take a step back and you're like wow i came a long way from black books just from looking at your your skills and shit man you know and you're like holy shit man like I remember I was just a new Jack and shit, and I was like, I didn't know nothing, you know? And then, you know, you take a step back, and you're like, man, I I evolved over the years.
0: Yeah, these are... Uh, were there any, like, other uh, inspirations that, that came to you, like, around that time when you first started?
1: To be honest, man, it was... I had, I had like, a lot of anger inside, it, you know? So I, like, I started, like, really... Trying to apply my letters through, like, trying to apply my emotions through my letters, right? So if I was, like, feeling angry, I would, you know, start creating, edge, like, sharp edges and stuff like that, right? If I was feeling happy, you kind of have, like, a flow to it, you know? You do kind
0: of have that sharp style. I have noticed that.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And there's, like, a story behind that. Like, the way I, the way my style was developed was, like... We we tried keeping it like traditional bar style, right? The way New York had it. When I eventually started learning how to try to draw, draw a script, I started applying that to my letters, and I started adding more emotion towards it, so it became its own thing. Like, look at my my brother's letters. He he's like a, a funk, like a, a like a funk looking style, and that's like he's more of the happy side where I have that aggression side to it, so it kind of balances everything out. So when you look at it, it's like like uh, fire and ice, you know, type of thing. Nice. So, that's how I kind of look at. Fire is the aggression, ice is kind of like the calm, you know?
0: Yeah, and is so, that is that intentional or is that just how it comes out? It kind of just comes out, man, you know? That's how it usually comes out. Nuke,
1: do you want to elaborate on that? Oh yeah. For me the way it came down to it is like when I started to develop my style, I was uh, I was I had a mentor at the time. Like we were beefing at the time when we were still a little younger. Like when I was writing, I was probably within maybe oh nine, I think. And we we're beefing. We had me, it was me and my brother, and my buddy at the time. Well, we weren't buddies at, at the we were we were enemies at the time. We were crossing each other out and shit, doing daytime shit. And over the time like we uh, we learned how to like we that guy that we were beefing with over the years he became our mentor over the, over like he he taught us how to do bar style right just like the basic letters and stuff so when I when I was learning how to do all this graph like I didn't know and all i all I wanted was like a sketch of my name and how to do just a basic piece right even if it was just a simple right so I could learn from it but every time like when I would get these sketches from him right he'd always put his name he'd say don't bite just learn, right? And he would give me like writers to check out like from New York, like that had like the bar styles and stuff, right? So I'd check him out, but he would say, Don't bite, but just kind of learn from these guys and see, right? And then that's kind of how I learned how to do my letters in the beginning, right? And then over the time being, I learned how to like I started experimenting, like really with just with different names. I don't know what it was about with the names I came up with, right? I'd start messing around, and every time I'd do one name, I'd come up with, like, a similar style, and then after a while, I got bored of that name, and I'd start a new name, and I'd take what I learned from that one name, and I'd start applying with this other name. And I was inspired by, like, Musa and all that stuff, the way the letters are flowing and stuff, kind of, like, rounded, and then all that stuff. So I took what I learned from what my buddy showed me at the time, and then I applied that, and I kind of was in, you know, I just kind of learned, I looked at people's styles and it wasn't even biting it was just more like seeing how they did a specific letter and then i would just kind of evolve what i like change up what i was doing something wrong and i would try to just incorporate it allowed me to get so much better and basically like how my style is is no different it's like based on how i it's how i feel you know if i feel like i want to do like a funk style i'm gonna try to do some funk style right and then i would try to you know if i I'd do some crazy funk style with like connections and stuff like that but I'd have to go back to my old work and see where I left off with that so I'd try to do that and then from there I'd just try something different
0: Does does music influence you? Oh yeah man like yeah. the big
1: time if I'm like listening to heavy metal or like some heavy shit I'll fucking start going aggressive man If I'm listening to like some like underground hip hop and I feel like know I'm drawing I'm like yo I'm gonna draw me a like a sick ass burner with some like arrows and shit cause that's On the vibe of getting off, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna come up with this. My name. I'm gonna do the style with this, the way the music I'm playing with. It's just the way I feel about it, right? Like, oh, this this music feels like it's aggressive, so I'm gonna make my letters into aggressive, you know. And if I'm having a shit day and I'm mad, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna incorporate the emotion that come with that, and I'm gonna make it into a deli style. And it's just, it kind of just, it's just based off whatever the letters that like the letters that come out with the style. It's all based off my emotion and music and just everything like if i'm tired of doing the same one styles like i'm gonna want to like challenge myself into trying to do something different do these name exchanges and him being by my side we wouldn't have been able to develop such like have our own individual styles
0: i do it's notice like, that yeah you got you can tell that you guys were like around each other developing your styles but there is a distinction between you two for sure oh
1: definitely like you know, if I'm like let's just prime example, if I'm if I do a tag and it looks whack, he'll call me straight. Oh, you know, we're doing a burner or whatever, and his color skin looks fucking off. I would just tell him like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah. You know. <laughs> so like, it, it's good. Like, we're both each other's biggest inspirations, but are, are but each other's biggest critics. You know, and like, we're both teachers towards each other, but teachers towards ourselves. We're still learning upon ourselves, but he's. Like for me, I'd be like, cause he'd be hectic about like, he would be unsure about the whole, like his bar size, like the, the scaling. Right. So I'd help him out a bit. And then I'd be like, Hey man, like, Hey man, we got to size this up a little bit. Like, you know, this bar is too skinny. This one's too thick. But we got to make sure it looks like right on proportion. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause he may not realize where I look back and like, Hey man, like your leg of your D is like, it's too thick, man. You got to make sure it looks like it looks a little bit more or less thick. And it has to flow with everything else and then the same thing goes with my shit he'll be like hey man like instead of doing this arrow the way you want to do try doing it this way because he may see something that i may have not it may have worked and the way i was doing it, he may have not like it wasn't working so he'd be like okay hey man like let me help you out and we'll make us look good together you know and i think that's what it is i think what it comes down to is my, it's not just the the inspirational writers that I, I grew up seeing it in Martin. I think what my biggest inspiration was just my brother itself, like seeing him get good. And I was like, yo, I got to get good. I'm like, this guy's going to burn me. I was like, I'm going to burn him right back, man. And I was like, I'm going to burn him with just tag strokes and everything. But he's like, "But well, I want him to come back at me. It's just hard. And the biggest thing I told him this too, I was like, you know what, man? Like we're each other's, biggest, like, we're each other's best friend, biggest inspiration, but we chose each other's worst enemy when it comes to like, Getting in moments, but that's that's the joy of being a twin brother. We all, we all criticize each other, but we'll always back each other up no matter what.
0: Yeah, yeah. People that are listening, they don't know that you guys are twins. So, like, it's interesting to see, even though probably like everything is probably similar as far as physical wise, but mentally, the way that you guys translate letters and the way that you guys come out artistically, it really shows like you know nature versus nurture. And the way that, like, how things can come out and, you know, out of out of your mind. Like, that's pretty dope to see that. Like, you guys are totally, totally, like, got different styles, you know?
1: 100% man. And what I was thinking too is that with, with me and him, we're like, hey man, let's do like a, a classic bar style together. We do we do our own interpretation of our, like, a classic New York style. And that's how we do it. Like, you know, if we knew how to do a style like that, like, it may not be truly exactly like that but we would have our own twist on it because you don't want to look at like it's biting but we since we knew how to do those basic letters we would just go back to what we learned in the past and we'd rock something like that it depends on the space and how much paint we got and all that it all comes up to just planning man you know you know i look at people's toes if it's complex and shit and i'm like yo that shit's hard to burn man because
0: it's like you got to have something that's just as sick man you know yeah yeah, um, that's that's important. I feel it's really important. Um, People don't really get it. They don't understand throw-ups and the value of throw-ups until they're battling people. Yeah, um, man. Like, if 100%. you're really going at it with somebody, like, if you're going at it and, like, these fuckers are busting out fucking blocks and pieces against you, there's a nice, satisfying way of just shitting on them. And doing you a fucking throwy, I fucking love it, dude. That's one of I the most satisfying things, I swear. Man, I personally, I just
1: if there's a chance to get a throwy somewhere or a tag, then you know it's gonna be there. You know, mm-hmm. based on the the area or the where we're at, you know, like there's a, a there's areas that are all like chain tracks and stuff, and there's a. So what is
0: know? the what is the predominant style that's out there? Is it tags and throwies, or what is it? Um, right now. Right now in this city, it was it's a lot of just
1: throwing up and tags, man. like when I grew up, it was a lot of a lot of writers doing burners and shit, man, like thinking back when I first started man, a lot of writers were doing like a lot of locals were burning man, from seeing like they had a legal wall, then you had to be really good to be on that legal wall. So they had like these panels already on there, but for writers that would new, they'd have to pay under the panel. So, and there'd be like you know then, for all the good riders, they'd be able to rock the burner right on this panel and, and rock productions and shit, you know that's how I remember things were like when I started, you know, and uh, same with my brother too, like when there there'd be a track side, and since our trains were never painted, we'd we'd all like we'd we we'd go back and think like, hey, man, we should try to be like New York, but without the trains being painted, we'd just hit the track side and shit so. We'd see trackside graffiti and shit. People would be rocking burners. Like, one of the local writers, like, Rass from RFM crew, he's a he's a local writer from our city, right? And I seen him grew, like, I seen, he was one of my biggest inspirations growing up, right? Seeing, like, oh, I want to see, I want to meet these guys. And see my brother. And we seen, we'd see him a lot up. Like, he would be up a lot. And to this day, man, I couldn't believe, like, this guy's still writing, but he he paints a lot of trains and stuff too now. So, so like all those OGs that we looked up to, they're kind of more like hidden now. Like they're doing their own things. They're doing like murals, public walls, paint transit. It's really about it. Like it's really hard to see what what the work is now when it comes to them doing it legally, no illegal because they don't want to get caught, right? Because they have a lot going on as it is, right? For us, it's just we kind of we try to keep it all like. We try to keep it all in that underground way where it's like everything's done illegal, as opposed to trying to get opportunities to do stuff. What they're doing, right? This kind of like I, I prefer to be like that because once you, once you start putting your work out there more, people start knowing who you are as like a as the individual, and I feel like you know that's one way for them to get
0: one way for them to get you like that, right? Have you, know. have you guys ever got to meet any of these uh o g writers that that you've used yeah to I, to? We, we met a
1: we met a few we met a few It was just random encounters to yeah, like I think maybe some of them have seen us grow over time being like you know I've seen these guys writing from different names to where they're at now has never really mentioned us, but I do feel like they I did take notice of it like like a writer named Onik from. TIO crew from uh, Winnipeg, uh, like Winnipeg, Manitoba, like he came in and he respected that D-dub that we did in that role playing with that big roll call. And I was like, Hey man, thanks for not covering that, man. I appreciate that. Like, you know, like this is what we're representing and this is a Las Vegas crew, you know? And he was like, yeah, man, you know, it's all good. No worries, man. You know, cause I took a flick of his and I was like, Hey man, this is sick. Like this OG came down here to go paint and rock us rock next to us. Cause that it was a, Vigor piece that got dissed and you know he, he made this plot more better since the piece got blasted really bad. And I was like, shit, man, like thanks for coming in and respecting the work that's under, you know?
0: Yeah, and um now that's dope to have that that mutual respect. Um huh. have without saying any names, without putting anybody on blast, has there sure. any been any moments where uh you wish that you never met? An older writer.
1: I, like I could, things, I, 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 I,
0: could tell you, I could tell you, uh, myself. I've met some writers that I've used to look up to, and uh, these guys, some guys, have had style, you know, and still to this day, they still got style. But I've wished that I've never met some of them, where I'm just like, damn, dude, like, like the idea of meeting you was way better than actually meeting you.
1: Yeah, because yeah, the character, man, the character itself is just, like, it's not what they it as, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're thinking this cat's going to be sick because of the work he's putting on, and then he's finding out he's just a total fucking dick, man. Thought you are like, all good, but I, I, I see where you're coming from on that. It's like you could like him from a distance, but you can't really like him in person, you know? You know, they that's how I kind of look at it, right, you know? I always respect the people that are better, you know? Because eventually, I'm going to get to that level, man, you know? And then the cats that are coming up are going to eventually respect us in that sense, or they're going to hate us because of, you know, maybe cockiness or whatever, right? Or claiming too much war Or space. claiming whatever, man. But to be honest, we're, we're, we're humble cats, man, in the game, you know? We don't come off as, like, cocky people or anything like that. So... It's kind of a good thing where we try helping other people, like yo, like the new generation coming up. We try to help them. This is what you should do, you know, just stay away from this, work on this instead of like just running around with a can of pain and not knowing what to do or with no proper guidance in a
0: sense. Very yeah. true. That's very true. No, and that's good advice too. Cause, um, yeah, you never know who's gonna hear this down the line and be like, man, well, damn, they sounded cool. Well, when I met him in actual life, like, you know, such and such, this happened, you know, like everybody is a hero in their own story 100%, and, man. and everybody else is the villain. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's like yeah. that. Like a perspective is a bitch, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. I agree with you, man. No, I've, I've met writers too, where like, damn, like this dude gets up, he gets up. Like he's, you see him almost everywhere. Like he's here, he's here, he's there. And then you meet him in real life, and, like, fucking, damn, dude, like, he's so cocky. I've met some cocky writers that, like, they've only been in the game two to three years. Or not in the game. Maybe they've been in the game longer, but they've been in the city for, like, two to three years. And you smashed. Yeah. They smashed. Like, for sure, you smashed. But they think that they're better than the older writers that that haven't been around for a while. And you don't even know your, your history. You don't know your history you don't know who's who in the city. You don't know shit, dude. And you think that you're the man, and you've only yeah. you're on, you're only a flash in the pan. You're like the flavor of the month, and you feel like you feel like you're the shit, dude. There's there's writers like that where I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I wish I never met you. I swear. Yeah, no
1: it. doubt, man. Like, fuck, man. But I realize that like a lot of uh, the generation of these cats, like we have the some some like but some have that persona where they are cocky man and i'm like man it would you just get you're gonna have to come back and do something better man keep coming back You're you know you may be up but like man we did all that it's just what can you do better you know so
0: yeah yeah and there is you know consistency you know so uh what is the definition uh i'll ask uh nuke first uh What's the what's the definition of consistency to you?
1: Just just keep doing it, man. You know, just keep just being true to yourself. Like you know, are like I'm gonna be constantly just telling yourself, like, hey, man, I'm gonna keep doing this every day, and just try to get better. It's like going to work, man. Like for when you're doing a trade, it's like you know what? I'll get better if I like, just keep showing up and understanding my mistakes. Then I'll get better. It's just having heart man and if you want to get better then you'll do everything you can to get better and nothing will ever stop you and to me my mindset is i want what what, i want what they got so i'm going to work my ass off to get that and then i'm going to keep trying to work even harder to get better at that you know and i look at people who are better than me in my trade so i look at them and be like hey man i want to be in your position but i gotta get i need to get better and i need to do my i need to put in the work and i need to earn my stripes and just be just show up to work every time, man. And yeah, the same thing goes with graph, man. Like, if you want to get better at your name and you want to get better at the crowd, you got to be consistently doing it. And some days you're going to be lazy, you don't want to do it, but you got to tell yourself, man, someone's going to outdo me. And I kind of let that happen, you know? And for instance, I look at my brother too, man. I'm like, hey, man, like, I don't want, like, I want us to get better. I want us to keep getting better and evolving. So, if I'm gonna burn him, I hope he burns me right after that, you know. And then, like when we do these uh, big D dubs and stuff like that, when we do these, man, it's it's a lot of work, man. Definitely. You know, it's a, you know. But I like doing it with the, with him because at the end, when we do it, we can discuss. Okay, man, did it work out? Yeah, maybe not so great, right, but did we did try. Yeah, how can we do better next time? And then. You know, that's why we start planning, though, and then, yeah, we just try to be consistent, even though we have our busy lives at working. We try to make it count. What comes down to it is when we do do, we try to make it count every time, you know?
0: Yeah, and, uh, and these are, uh, I've noticed, too, like, um w- when I've battled other people and, uh you know, like, battled and, Went against it, like, people beefing it and stuff. Maybe not just beef, but battling and actually going out there capping other fools. Um, I've noticed, for, for myself, you can tell me if I'm wrong, you're only as good as your competition.
1: Right.
0: How important is adversity to you? It's very important because
1: it's, like, you're trying to prove the odds against everything around you, but mainly yourself, you know? Like it's always that battle, man. Where it's like, if I don't overcome this shit, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose. I gotta face, I gotta beat that guy in the mirror, man. You know, because if I lose against that guy in the mirror, then you know it's the end for me. You know, it's like for me, I'll give you a prime example: the adversity and the hinderness i, I dealt with with being in the ring, just because I had a short leg. People would like kind of like take it easy on me, or they, you know, they they wouldn't think I would have it in me. So I us just say I got, you know, I lose my balance, they think I'm hurt, but I'm good, man, you know. So it's just having to prove you got to work more and more to overcome that, and that's w- within yourself, but the people around you just to get that win, you know. And that's where you inspire the people around you. You inspire your teammates. You inspire even your fucking your your competition, man. You know, your your opponents, your rivals, everything like that. If When someone's seen that, yo, this guy's like, he's, little, he's got a lot to work with, man, with what he has to deal with. And that's pretty fucking insane, man. Like, you know, I give this guy credit, man. Because he did what most people couldn't do, man. You know, a lot of people have it easy, but this guy doesn't have it. This guy has got it bad, but he's, you know, busting his ass. Like, he deserves to have that seat, man. Get that W, man. Fucking rights, you know what it is, bro. You know, it's like everyone. It's like I deserve to be here, man. Just you know, like everyone else. You know, I might, I might, I may not be the, the, the fastest or the quickest learner, but I'm putting in the work to fucking get to that level, man. And if I have to keep busting my ass harder and harder, and be more smarter, I'm gonna have to do it because it's all about that want, man. Who wants it more, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's so good, good it's night.
0: good to it's good to hear that other people can like look at it that way as well. So that's good, man.
1: Yeah, I, I tried to be honest, man. I, I tried to I, boxing and graph, they're very much alike but very different in a way, you know? Well just say you you you're going in the ring and you're you're fighting for you. No, you're not fighting for your team, but you're representing the club that you are from. It's like the same thing with graph, you know. It's all on you to go ahead and get that win. No one else is going to get that win for you, you know? But you have each other to help each other build build up and build up and build up and, you know, learn from each other, but learn from yourself, from your own mistakes. The last thing you want is to uh, have your stripes taken away because you're not put into the work. You know, you're wasting other people's time. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, the consistency has the keep going the loyalty has to keep showing you know you think yeah it's important like it's crazy because when when other people from your team see that man they get inspired like they they're like wow man like this guy doesn't even need to talk about it it's like the work shows it you know it's like you're leaving your impact behind man you're leaving your mark man and knowing it's like it's like your biggest, biggest accomplishment that no one can ever take away from you. You know, it's like That's saying such and such has put in more rounds than anyone else in the in the gym, and we can't top it no matter what because this guy was put in the work when no one else was. You know, because he wanted it, man. You know, you you're you're, rep, you're you're part of a big family, and the last thing you want is to be kicked, man. You know. That's great advice, man. Fuck yeah. yeah, man! Like the the obstacles, like the the shit that people say that you can't do, and all that. And so, for me, as a writer and as like uh, you know an athlete, it really pushes a person to really want to prove to everyone, including themselves, right? So, like, I'll give you a prime example. Like, um, I have a short leg. And to be in the boxing ring is like, you know, you got a lot of difficult obstacles that you got to go through, you know, where prior to other people, they got it easier than you. So you got to consistently work harder than most, but that drive is just up there than a lot of other people. Right. So once you go ahead and achieve, it makes you want to just keep going and going and going, as opposed to someone that has like, natural talent as a prior to you having no talent but you have that drive the that will to just really push push the limits upon yourself and what is in front of you you know once you overcome something that someone that says like oh yeah you you you're not able to achieve that because you're this and that or you have such and such man you go ahead and just prove them wrong and then they got nothing else to say man and then when the older older people take recognize that they give you like a lot of like love and respect because it's just you dealing with it, you know, and no one else. And I get like, everyone has their own ad- like battles and their own problems and all that. Right.
0: I've even noticed too, that when it does come natural to people that they don't appreciate it as much.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I feel that my, I feel like they, they take it for granted as opposed to someone that, doesn't have that natural talent in them, but they have that drive that really just push it, man. They're like, it's that want, man that want to just, yeah, I'm going to outdo you regardless of you're not, I'm going to outdo you regardless of how good you are naturally talented, you know? And the same goes like your hard work beats talent any day, man. You can be in the ring be in the ring around the wall And this guy is naturally good, but you're putting in more work with him and he's like, you know, slacking and all that. And then eventually you're going to suppress them over time. And then they're the ones who are like, wow, man, this guy's gotten better and I'm still where I'm at, man. And they take a look at your progress and they're like, I respect that cat, man.
0: You know, definitely. I've met writers that were like naturally good at certain aspects of graph. And, um, yeah they they're not writing still like they were they were good at a point but because they progressed so fast i don't think that they understood or even respected the struggle
1: yeah i feel that man i feel that 100% man you know and it's just like the people that you looked up to or or that it's like your idols become your rivals right and your rivals become they look up to you as their idols now, right? Because you're doing stuff that they w- they wish they could have done. Are they looking at you as like an inspiration?
0: You know. Yeah, it's really possible. For me, they just still keep hating. They're like, "Fuck you."
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends on it depends on the person itself, right? You know, each person is different, man. Each writer is different. Each, you know athlete is different you know it depends it just it's all
0: about their character right exactly yeah i saw that this one thing um i didn't know if i was going to talk about it this time but um like uh like uh you know that word uh like you're you're aware of like humility yeah and like um there was another saying that it, it was like um Uh, humility and integrity they they kind of go hand in hand and humility is being honest if 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 integrity if integrity is is about being honest with others humility is about being honest with yourself
1: yeah i that's that's uh that's like right on right there man that that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah and a lot of fools they don't have like humility to the point where they can be like you know what dude like uh nah, this this dude is putting in work and regardless of politics or or you know whatever like um like this guy's putting in work and uh I've I I've, I've seen shit like that where where it's like even like I don't agree with a certain graffiti writer mm-hmm. or even, or or even a crew like oh well these fools are putting in work you know and um it's it's good to to be able to like recognize that
1: it's just everyone's all everyone's all in the same game but they're just they're they have their own objectives their own missions what they want to achieve right i look at it just like you got to respect what they're doing but at the same time like don't take shit from no one regardless right you know everyone's trying to make a name trying to build themselves up trying to like be on top right you know
0: yeah yeah with vegas um i don't know how it is for you guys over there but um in vegas like we always find out that somebody is related to somebody oh wow yeah like i don't know how it is for you guys but like you always like if if you beef it with another crew they'll be like yo like um well actually i know such and such and he's like cousins with so and so and we're just like damn like all right now we can't that fool because uh or we can't do a certain thing, you know, like it, it it always like, if you really do your research, somebody's always related to somebody out here. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Man.
1: You know, I realized this when you're like, it's the, when we talked about consistency on how important it is, I find it is, but there's got to be a balance between both sides where it's like the way I think about consistency, it's like, being in a gym, your your gym is like your block book and your block book is where you get to create certain things. Like, you know, you get to work on your hands. The gym is like, you get to work on certain elements in your, which we'll I say, like whatever combat sport you're so you're pursuing. Right. And when it's time to like, uh, put it to the test, you go ahead and then you, you step up to the wall and then you do it. And the more, the more you advance, the the higher, the greater the challenge it gets, whether it's like, you know, like prime example, like you're, you go on a a tournament and this tournament you're fighting like nine minutes. So you got to prepare for that. Right. And then the skill level and the intensity could be a totally different realm. And that's like that with when you're painting a wall or with different types of cats that have been in the game long. So it's just like, when you go in there and you finish it, it's like whether you you either win or you lose against it, right? You know, that wall is like your opponent and the piece that you're trying to pursue is like what you've been working towards. If you lose, you can only learn from your mistakes upon it, right? And it will either it'll humble you or you're going to be a sore ass about it. And if you win, what's it going to teach you from there? You're either going to come out cocky, or you're going to be genuine about it. Like, yeah, we—I did a good damn job, man. You know, on to the next. But you can always some—you can always learn something from it. I feel like losing is more important than winning because it really teaches you more in a sense, as opposed to winning. Like the feeling of winning is great; it adds to the books. But at the same time, you gain more from when you take a loss. You know, my coach telling me, man, you bought. Well, you gotta like, you can you spar with people your size, but you know when you're trying to go up and spar these other guys, they're way bigger than you, man. Don't try to sit there and trade shots with them and bang with them, dance and move. But me, it's like I'm a I'm a guy with a short leg, and I'm like you know not as like too, like big as those guys. But I try proving a point that you know this little dog got fucking it in him. So let's like show give me some respect type of shit, right? You know, it, it, it's just, it's just, it's all fun. It's all love men. in the end, right? Regardless of who you're doing it with, right? But, exactly. you know, I feel like when it comes to those types of things, you develop your own style and it's just, it's exactly like with rock, You develop your own style, you get influenced, you get inspired by certain ca- people that are doing what, right? And then you try to apply to your own, in a sense, you know? And then that's where you... You, you add the music, you add the emotions, you add the experiences that you've, that you dealt with life or what others dealt with. And then you try to apply that within your style. You know, it don't matter whether you're good, medium or bad. It's just as long as you're showing support to the, your, your, your crew, your family, that's all that counts, man. And, you know, you're showing that you're putting in the work and, you know, you're always there for them. That's all that really counts, I believe. You know, loyalty is everything. So, I mean, for me, I'm fucking loyal as, as hell. So, when I give shout outs or share people's stuff, it's showing my love. It's showing, it's, it's me showing the support on them. So, when I, like, hey, man, I support your work, I'll be I'll always share it. you know, I'll let them know that, hey, man, good shit. You
0: know, what, and, what advice would you give to somebody that was thinking about joint that's ever thinking about joining a crew?
1: Uh, I would be honest. I would tell them to do the research, man, and figure out whether you would want to join it, see what the reputation behind it, you know, get to know the people before joining because it may work out, it may not. Like, you know, it's just, if you're going to join, you may as well get to know the people and hopefully, you know, it works out for the best, you know? And I mean, personally, I mean, if someone would ever consider trying to join, I would just say just get to know these people, get to know the crew, the history, and their OGs who started it and see what it would take to be down, you know? And that's it, you know? And just see where it goes.
0: Yeah, because I've been a part of other crews before and, um, uh, like, they, th- th- you know, shit doesn't always work out. You don't always like know like certain heads, you know, and you don't know um you don't know their ambitions and you you don't really know like if if you have the same goal. That would be something that I would tell people if you're if you're trying to get into a crew, see if yeah. See if like you mesh well, see if see if you guys have the same ambitions because not everybody man. Yeah, cuz not everyone has the same goal uh sometimes dudes just want to fucking party all the time. I'm not I don't I'm not in it to party. I'm not in a party crew. I'm not into shit like that. People want to kick it all the time. I'm not into shit like that. I would I would go to meetings. There'd be meetings that'd be happening and fools just want to get drunk all the time and like that's cool, but that's not me. Like yeah, I'm man. I'm I'm painting on the way to the to the meeting and I'm painting after the meeting. You 100%. know that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm about. And um and even during the meeting, I'm sketching during the meeting. Like I don't play around with shit like that. Fools want to hang out, I don't do shit like that. Like everybody's like, hey, you know, you could take a break. Like, no, nah, I don't really look at it that way. Like there's there's no days off when it comes to that shit.
1: No, of course not, man. And at the end of the day, you show up, you feel, you know, you listen to what has to be told and what needs to be done, and all that stuff, you know. Then you just take off, you do your shit, and then you know next meeting will come up eventually. You know when it's addressed, and uh, you know stuff like that is. I believe it's very important. You know, it allows people to understand what's going on, what issues that are are, being bringing brown to the table and all that stuff.
0: Right, definitely, man. Because um, I've been to, man, me- meetings used to be fucking scary, yo. Meetings, meetings yeah. used to be scary. Like I would be putting in work. Like I would do, yeah. I would do like block letters during the week that I knew that the meeting, cause we would get heads up. We would set the meeting like a week ahead Yeah, and then, um, I would be getting up. Like when we have the meeting, the issue at the meeting is not going to be that I'm not getting up. I don't want to be that guy. So oh, I would do, not. I would do like block letters during the week. So I had like three of them, at least under my belt. And then, um, I would do that and then fucking, um, I would be nervous though. I'd be nervous going to a meeting because the crew didn't play around. We would check somebody. We would check somebody all the time. We would always go to the meeting thinking that we were going to get fucked up.
1: Yeah. You just don't know. It's like, it's like walk on eggshells. You don't know whether it's going to turn out good or someone in in the meetings get fucked up because they didn't put in that work like they were supposed to, or they got lazy or just like, oh, what the fuck, man? You know?
0: Yeah, like everybody else runs shit differently. Um, you you know, if you ever hear different interviews from other people, um, yeah. you know, but that's the way that we did it, and um, that's why like some people may not appreciate uh, like fucking some people may not like appreciate the crew the same way because there weren't the same consequences that we had.
1: It's unfortunate, but at the end of the day. You know, like you said, every crew's different, man. If you don't like it, then I guess it's not meant for first. I guess you're in the wrong crew. That's kind of how I look at it, you know.
0: What What are some practices that that you do to keep yourself ready to paint all the time? Oh uh, well, is it?
1: Oh, uh, honestly, I would like uh, through through black book, and I would try to draw maybe different days so I would get the idea of of the flow of what I wanted to do, right? And then. I would take it to the wall, i look back on how to fucking, okay, I was like, look, this. I look back on what I did before and I'm like, okay, hey, man, I'm going to sharpen this up. You know, that's how I try to do it, and I try to, it's just trying to find things that are a lot more quicker and not wasting so much time, like, you know, but it all depends. I mean, if I'm doing a piece, I try to, I try to structure it, and if I like it, then I'll start outlining, because I find outlining, for me, I'm always like, iffy about it, so I was like, I don't want to fuck this up, so let's just get it out of the way the feeling would probably be last depending on the situation I'm in you know if I don't have enough time I'll try to just do all that but realistically it's just I don't know I just try new ways of doing it you know and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't you know you know yeah. based on how, how it is I mean and the mood I'm feeling if I'm confident enough I'll like hey I'll try this way and see how it goes
0: yeah I've noticed that um, I paint very weird I paint very weird when it comes to uh, like the structure of how I do everything. Um, I noticed that for sure. I do, I take every drawing, I do everything weird. Like my art teacher always hated me. Um, I never really listened to what he said. I always like felt like there was a different way that I felt like I could knock it out. So, so I take the same approach when I paint, I go backwards. Like I'll, I'll do so many things different that people look at my shit and they're like, I don't even know what you're doing. I don't really care. You know, I'll paint it the way that I want to paint it. Cause I'm comfortable with the way that I'm doing it. I, I know how I think, I think really weird. So I'll do. And I, and I used to use shitty paint in the beginning. Oh, like...
1: Me too, man. Me too. Fucking yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So that will, that, that'll affect like how you approach things, you know? So some people have only used designer paint through their whole career and yeah. I've used, I've used some, Fucked the paint through through yeah. my career. Yep. <laughs> Me too, man. But yeah.
1: that's the best way to develop the cap control. You're like, my advice, I would even bring this to someone too. I know nowadays they got a lot of good quality paint, but I'd be like, we really want to learn the fucking old school way, is Just use shit paint and use stock tips, man. Mm-hmm. You know, learn to fill in with a stock tip cap because you'll be able to learn to use the, you'll figure out the pressure pretty easy once you get used to it, man.
0: Do you freestyle? Yeah you freestyle at the wall I've, or you, you
1: go off sketch I've, I've done freestyle a couple times and it was different but at the end of the day i realized that like, it was actually cool because it allowed me to really just uh go off muscle memory mm. you know and i mean sometimes i go off a sketch if i feel like it but i don't use it as a reference and then if i do if i'm doing the sketch and something doesn't look like on a sketch and i decided that ah, i'm gonna add this shit on the wall or not even though it's not on a sketch then yeah, I just use the sketch as a reference, you know. You know, it, but that's just the beauty, you know. Like, hey man, like I was, I was imagining it in my mind, so I then I started going off with with it, you know. That yeah, was pretty cool. It turned out pretty wild. I was like, damn, That's I got to do more of these, man.
0: I think my latest piece that you've seen on there, yeah, was it the one, one I shared? Yeah, I I went off. Of, there was there was, a, there was a sketch on that one because I was under a time constraint. And, um, I, I, but after I got like the initial shape of it, then I got rid of that. And then I just went off of everything else. I just went off of feel, but, oh, 100%. Um, yeah, I was under a time constraint because, and then also we knew it was going to rain. It had rained prior, mm-hmm. it had rained prior to getting there. So I was like, fuck dude, I don't even know what kind of window that I have to, uh, my painting window. So I'm yeah. just going to fucking go off of a sketch and then I'm just going to go from there.
1: You yes, know? that's how it's done, you know, because sometimes you, what you have on a sketch may not turn out as well on the wall. So you're like, fuck, man, like you got to kind of like kind of roll with it. You're like, OK, man, like this sketch kind of it doesn't look good on the wall. So I'm going to have to fix around with it. And that's all I did. There's times where I had a dope sketch and I, when I put it on the wall I was like this doesn't look good, man. So I'm like, I got to fucking fix things up, change things about it. And all that. And it could be a simply, uh, I don't know, a connection that looks kind of, looks good on sketch, but when it comes to the wall, it looked like shit. I was like, fuck, I gotta refix this shit. You know? <laughs> you know? And it's just a lot of these new generation writers don't understand that the name, like myself and my brother's name, they don't really realize, they don't do their history, so they just cap whatever. Because they, they feel like it, and they don't know that, you know, there is repercussions when it comes to this shit and you know it's just i, I look at this as if a good writer dope writer went over i'd look at okay my name d- didn't make the cut okay it is what it is i'll do better but if it's like some new jack coming in and just fucking dissing it then i'm gonna be like yo what the fuck man you know it's just like that's the shit i hate these days you know it's like when you paint something good all of a sudden some new cat just comes in and fucking dissing it it's like man you really fucked up man you can't just be you know you gotta remember that this shit's fucking just it's crazy man like it's Not meant for everybody. People take that shit serious, man. Fuck around and find out. You never know.